Good evening, everyone. Brother Christopher Hunter, Christopher McClure Hunter, born May 2nd, 1976 in Riverdale, Georgia. I am the official redneck Filipino. <laughs> One of a kind. <laughs> I, got, I received Christ as my Lord and Savior when I was seven years old in uh, Filipino and American Bible Baptist Church, formerly. It's now BBC, National City, under Pastor uh, Serrano, formerly under Pastor Fred Null. Uh, it, was, it was in Bill Rice Ranch camp uh, when I was like 16, went to Bill Rice Ranch in Flagstaff, Arizona, and just going there to play basketball, just going there to, to ride horses and enjoy the, the scenery, the sights, but didn't realize that God was going to grab, uh, grab hold of my heart and uh, call me to the Philippines. And uh, <laughs> it's a, just a blessing to be here tonight. This is, a good, this is a good church. This is a good church. You get to have a lot of churches like this. And uh, thank you for the freedom, Pastor, to be able to bring what we have in our hearts. Uh, the Lord, the Lord uh, he, he grabbed a hold of my heart. And uh, it, was, it was the Lord sent me to the Philippines. And my, my mother said, why don't you go? I said, Ma, I'm praying for a Bible college. I want to go to Bible college. And she said, uh, why don't you go to the Philippines? I said, Philippines? I'm not going to go to the Philippines. <laughs> Bible college? No, 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 no. Just, son, why don't you pray about it? You know, you never know what God will do. Just pray about it. See, I'll pray about it. I know God's not going to send me all the way <laughs> to the Philippines. Ooh, and, and that's exactly what he did. And so I went to Bible college in the Philippines called Dr. DeSalva, a place where uh, Bob Hughes had started work there in Cebu City. And I was expecting carpet floors and air conditioning rooms and uh, pizza hat and chicken. You know, they, they didn't have any of those. Yeah, the, the door actually creaked when you go inside the boys' dorm. You just kind of it had a little pipe comes out, water streams out, only cold water, and uh, well, not like what here is cold as. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had to learn how to. Uh, we had in the morning we had fish and rice, and then in the noontime we had rice and fish, <laughs> and then in the evening we had fishes and rices. <laughs> so, a variety of these uh, these foods. But uh, yeah, I had to learn how to fight the mosquitoes. I had, I got dengue, almost died. Uh, my blood platelets went down to sixteen thousand. And uh, but by God's grace, He kept me alive, and uh, He learned, He helped me to learn how to speak the Bisayan language. And I'm thankful for my my partner, Pastor Rainfredo Luzano, Jr. And he's been doing a great work there in Cebu City. We're going to partner together in the Valencia Bukidnon because of the the blessing God has just. Uh, given us an opportunity, the law of the Lord, the law of the land, we are now able to partner with the PNP, the Philippine National Police, uh, Philippine Drug Enforcement Agency, and we are able to go into every school and no one can stop us. And because of uh, President Rodrigo Roa Duterte's uh, presidential proclamation that every January, the first month of the year, is Bible month. And the next law that they're going to pass is that every school must, it will be mandated that every school teaches the Word of God Amen. in every school. <laughs> so, and so at that very, that 2017, I didn't realize that your churches had already been praying and, and getting the funds together so you can send a container van. Pastor Serrano called, Brother Hanno, how would you like to receive some Bibles? I said, oh, yes, amen. Yeah. How many Bibles? A container. I said, oh, amen. I didn't realize how big that the container van was. And I was like, what is, and I immediately recognized that the finger of God was upon this project. I understood very quickly that this is an uncommon uh, blessing 
and it was not to be taken lightly. And so I talked to my wife, the Lord put in my heart. I said, we got to go to the States and say thank you to these churches that put these together. This is no easy task for those of you who, put, who spent the hours uh, of just putting them together, uh, raising the funds, a vision of a man who by the grace of God, God gave that vision so many years ago, but now by the grace of God, it's come to a fruition. It's come full circle. And now I can stand before you because of your giving. We've already been going into schools, but by the grace of God, we can give Bibles. We get to give Bibles in their own language. It's a blessing. I don't know if I'm going to be able to preach tonight. <laughs> but but, but just, just, a, just a blessing for us to be able to uh, come and say thank you. Amen. Thank you so much for those Bibles. Amen. Church, thank you. Pastor, thank you. Amen. Thank you. It's a blessing that we, we, we can not only preach the Word of God, every student must come with their, with their patrocle. You saw we, they, the children brought their own chairs, heavy chairs, and they sit there. And uh, they get, we have three hours to preach. We, t- we preach against cigarettes and we t- preach against alcohol. We preach against drugs. We preach against uh, fornication and it's just all the whole, the whole stretch. But at the very end, we tell them that Jesus saves. Amen. And then we get to, before they go home, we say, we have a precious gift for you from the United States of America. And these churches love you so much that they gave you a wonderful gift of John and Romans. And it's free for only five pesos. No, then they laugh. <laughs> they laugh. <laughs> it's like, I said, no, no, it's free. No, no charge at all. The chief of police is a Muslim. Uh, we came and I thought he was going to give us some problems or trouble. Uh, he said, no, we'll be happy to escort you to the school and Pomp and circumstance, <laughs> we came and we were like VIP, you know. <laughs> Who are we? We're nobodies. But, but by God's grace, he, He's given us an opportunity. Unlike any, any that I've ever I've been there, 25 years in the Philippines, never have I experienced this blessing. Never, never, never. The Filipino, I, Filipino people have taught me many things, and I'm so thankful. I remember the first time there in the Philippines, I was missing home, missing my family, missing KFC and Burger King and Pizza Hut. So I decided to, to, to go to the imported aisle of, of the grocery store. And there in the imported aisle was a family-sized bag of Doritos. I said, praise the Lord. Doritos. So I, I got my Doritos. I was hugging my Doritos. And I was going to the boys' dorm. And when all of a sudden, 29 Bible college students encamped round about me. All of a sudden, their leader in their dialect, they said, let us pray. And they prayed, oh God, we thank you for Brother Hunter today bringing this bag of snacks. We pray that you'll bless him, Lord, as we partake. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. He had his filthy hands on top of my bag of Doritos. And then they opened my bag of Doritos. They were violating my space. And they put their filthy fingers inside of my bag of Doritos, crunching on every bite. Mmm. And they were saying, Brother Hunter, thank you so much. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh uh-huh, mmm. And I went back to the dorm. They just left me a handful. I went back to the dorm. I said, oh, God, vengeance is mine. I'll repay, saith the Lord. 
And I had to, I had to tell you that I did weep that day. I wept. I said, Lord, that was my bag of reader, you know, just. <laughs> the next day, I got up. Another victim was coming through the doors, another Bible college student. And he had a little plastic bag. And inside that plastic bag was just two little pancakes, but yay round. And those 29 hoodlums came around about again. And they prayed. And they, oh, God, thank you. This is just foolishness, you know. And then all of a sudden, as they were giving 29, divide, two, two divided by 29, I don't know how that works. They all looked at me. And they said, hey, Brother Hunter, here's your piece. And I can't tell you how I felt at that very moment. When I, the other day, was not willing to give any, even a crumb of my Doritos. You know, get your own bag, right? <laughs> Here they were so willing to give. I said, oh, that's okay, guys. Yeah, that's okay, that's okay. I went back to the dorm and I, I cried again. But this time I wept because I realized that <laughs> I, I didn't have, I, want, I said, Lord, I want to have a heart like that. I'm a selfish young person. All I care about is myself. All I care about is my Doritos. And the Filipino people taught me a lesson. And the next time my mother called me, she said, Son, what I'm, I'm going to send you a Balik Bayan box. And Balik Bayan box is just a huge box with a whole bunch of used items, hand-me-downs and, and old shoes and sometimes new things. She said, what would, you, what would you want me to put in the box? I said, put some, anything, anything. And when that, when that box came, this time I was ready. Those 29 Bible students, hey, man, what's in the box? I said, I'm going to tell you what's in the box, and I'm going to let you know that during the course of my Bible college day, I will never lock my locker. And you guys can go in any time you need. Anytime you need toothpaste, just don't use my toothbrush. But just, you, can, you, can, you can use anything you want in my locker. I won't lock it. And God is my witness. God never allowed my locker to be empty. Amen. God always replenished my locker. I said all that to say this tonight, reap what you sow, whether good or bad, we will reap what we sow. And I look across this congregation tonight, I believe you're going to reap some wonderful blessings in your life because of your heart's desire to give the Bible. We have never received a container van like that. We've never received Bibles like that. Anytime we, need, we, need, we get Bibles, we go to the big cities and, the, and, the, and another island just to, for us to get Bibles. And so, and they're scarce. And if you want to go buy them, they're very expensive. So again, thank you so much. Please stand with me tonight and open your Bibles. Let me see if this works tonight. Hey, it works. Galatians chapter number uh, 6, verse 7 and 10. Thank you once again, Pastor Brooke, for the opportunity to, to preach tonight. I do not take this lightly. I believe that God is in this very room. Galatians chapter number 6, and let's read tonight <coughs> verses 7 to 10. <coughs> For there, say amen. amen. Let's read together. Ready? Begin. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Verse 10 last, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you to God for your Holy Spirit moving in this place tonight. 
Thank you, Lord God, for the uncommon seed and the uncommon time. A blessing, Lord God, that is not that is very rare. And Lord, what a blessing it is, Lord God. We understand, Lord, that it's not something that every any missionary, just every missionary receives. And so, Lord God, it 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 was uh, it was a great burden upon my heart that I needed to come and to say thank you. And Lord, I pray, Father, as we continue to go to the 2,000 schools within the Region 10, Lord God, of Mindanao, that, Lord, we'll be able to pass out all those Bibles in the mountaintops, across the rivers, in the valleys, Lord God. I pray, Father, whether they be rich schools or poor, I pray, Father, we'll be able to get those Bibles into the hands of every student, every teacher, every, every police officer, every government official in the municipalities. I pray, Father, that you'll bless this church tremendously, above and beyond all we ask or think, Lord, because of their gift. I thank you, Lord God, for your goodness tonight. I pray that you're blessed, Lord, as I preach in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. If you don't mind, I'll just come down here closer to you. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth that, shall he also reap. Whether it be good or whether it be bad, this principle works. Whether you're a businessman, whether you're, you're a pastor, whether you're a missionary, no matter where you go, God's principles work in every area of life. That's right. And I thank God it's worked in the area of the Bible. Amen. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall, reap, shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. I thank God for a church that is willing to plant the Word of God to invest in spiritual means that others who do not have the means can have their own Bible. Thank you so much, church. Let us not be weary in well-doing. I want to say, say that the reason why I got these pictures and these videos together, and every month we want to continue to send those pictures. As we go, I'm the regional director for Region 10. So if it's, if it's South Dakota, North Dakota, I would be the whole South Dakota. That would be my whole region. So it's, it stretches from Iligan all the way to Kamigan Island to, to uh, uh, Butuan up towards Cagayan de Oro and up to Bukidnon uh, and, and, and bordering to uh, Davao. That's the whole region, about 2,000 schools. And so some of those schools are, are easy to get to. Some of them are very difficult. And some of them are up in the mountains. Some of them don't, they don't, they don't have electricity. And so that's why we're trying to raise so that we can get uh, one of those trucks that we can ca get all those Bibles onto there and we can go up the mountainsides and we can go, uh, it'll we have to travel sometimes five hours to be able to get to the next town uh, and then get to that school and then go to the, to the prince and principals and, and to the police officers and then give them the, uh, the, the letter of authority so that we can go into those schools. We need, by the grace of God, a generator so that uh, when, we're, when we're preaching the Word of God, we have a PowerPoint presentation for three hours we'll be preaching, and so we need a backup generator of any time when the time comes, uh, uh, there's a brownout or blackout. Uh, we need to have uh, the, the tools like uh, uh, speakers and, and microphones so that we can, we can continue. And that's our prayer, that this year we will be able to get all those Bibles passed out. And we promise, by the grace of God, God is our witness I have my brother here, my family there in the, in, the, in the Philippines, that our goal, church, pastor, our goal is to get those Bibles out ASAP. We're not going to let them wait until next year. Our goal is to get them out as soon as possible, without delay. And so that's our prayer, that you'd partner with us as we go, and we'll make sure that we get those pictures to you. We'll get those, those monthly pictures and videos to you, and that by the grace of God, you will not be weary in well-doing. 
And that at every time you put those Bibles together, it is not in vain. It is not in vain. And so as we have, therefore, opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are the household of faith. And so I thank you for, for planting. Sowing and reaping is one of the great themes of the Bible. If a man plants cucumbers, he doesn't expect to get peas. He cannot plant an apple tree and expect to get oranges. And so what you planted, by the grace of God, there's going to be a harvest like you've never seen before. And we're ready to go. We're revved up, ready to go. Pastors got their school-filled Bibles. And we remember that day when, when that arrived, how wonderful it was. Pastor Luzon and I were just, woo, this is, this is huge. <laughs> we were looking at, wow, look at that. And, and, and the men at first were just taking them out, and, I, and then, the, then, the, then the, the men said, Pastor Hunter, can, can we get some of these ladies to help us out? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Those were heavy. I didn't realize how heavy they were. That's my wife, Victoria, the most beautiful woman in all the world is right there. So uh, we have these Bibles. Uh, what a blessing. Then the, the, the team came, uh, the Messina, Brother Manny, Brother Serrano, they came. We had Jollibee. You know, that, that's the rival of McDonald's. But, you know, and so they came. And so what a blessing, Brother, Brother Serena, Pastor Serena from, uh, uh, from Alaska. And so what a blessing that we were able to work together. This is our orphanage. We were able to take a picture on top of that. And that, that last uh, picture that you saw, $14,000, by the grace of God, that, that was already... Uh, we're about 95% finished now. So that, that building, they were able to stay. And uh, they were able to see that by the grace of God, God is good. And he's provided already for that. And so the, these, are the, these, are the, these are the police officers that escorted us. We go to uh, the schools. We bring the Bibles. <laughs> I told the students, uh, they have M16s. We have John 316s. <laughs> Amen. There's the Mo- Muslim chief of police. And he... I said, uh, would you like a Bible? He said, no, 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 I have my Koran. I said, I, it's a gift. He said, okay. I said, wow, okay. <laughs> so, he, so praise the Lord. He was willing to help us out. And uh, we, we just, just every time we go to a school, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, attendance of 5,000, population of 7,000 students, just all sitting. They have to sit there for three hours. And so... Uh, it's not just something you just say, say a simple prayer and that's it. No, we, we go through the, the, at the very end, the, the path of salvation, the Romans road at the very end. But before we get to that, we, we, we chip away at sin and homosexuality and filthiness and, and the wickedness that this world has to offer that will destroy men's lives. And so at the very end, you start to see these children weep as they hear that there's God there's a God in heaven who came down in flesh and he died on the cross of Calvary, shed his precious blood and, and then he's ready to forgive your sin. And these children, I don't know what kind of sin that they're in, but they just weep. I don't understand how, why is it they're weeping? I sometimes want to come and, why is it, little girl, why are you weeping so much? Little boy, why are you weeping? Police officers, why are you weeping? You see, police officers, they kind of come in first, they're just kind of like, you know, at first, they don't want to show that they're very emotional or anything, just like that. As we preach the Word of God, and we get to the very end, they just start kind of, <laughs> they praise the Lord. Brother Petrakos, he's like, hey, look, those police officers are weeping. They took pictures, you know. <laughs> the, the, the teachers are weeping, and they're taking pictures, and 
But they can't, they can't contain themselves. And a wave of Bibles is given to these precious souls. As we go out, we're able to see students and teachers on the side of the road. They're, they're opening those Bibles and they're reading those Bibles in their own language. How great is that? A seed comes forth from its fruit. The kind of seed we sow and where we sow it has to start with the fruit that it came from. Good fruit or evil fruit? By the grace of God, you're in a good church. Continue to plant that good seed. Amen. There are people tonight, tonight who are not in church. They're unchurched. They're, they're out there planting filthiness. They're planting foolishness, wickedness, sinful things. And they're going to have a harvest one day. It's going to be a harvest that they'll not enjoy. But I tell you, by the grace of God tonight... You're going to enjoy a wonderful harvest in heaven one day. And not only in heaven, but here while you're still on earth. But God be thanked that you were the servants of sin. That was our life before. But ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, ye became servants of righteousness. You remember what you used to plant. You remember where you used to go. You remember what you used to plow. But now by the grace of God, your life is changed. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members' servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members' servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. You remember your life, the contrast of your life before from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to the power of God. Your life is now changed. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye now are ashamed? If you look back, you remember the life you used to have. It's a shame. It causes shame. For the end of those things is death. And if God didn't change your life, you never realized you would have been dead. The devil could have killed you. Steal, kill, and destroy. That's his goal. But by God's grace, you are walking in the light. You get to sing from the Bible. You get to preach. You get to hear wonderful preaching. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. But now being free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Oh, how wonderful those Bibles. How, what a blessing it is. How we sow is up to us. But watch what it says. But once we have sown, we cannot change the harvest. And the blessing is those Bibles that you sent to the Philippines, the devil cannot change that harvest. We have now given those Bibles into those hands. And the devil's like, no, 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 no. What are you? Oh, no, devils, <laughs> attack, attack. But there's nothing that they can do because the Bibles are already in their hands. They're already reading it. They've already heard the gospel. There's nothing that the devil can do to change that harvest. And as socialism and, and the communisms are trying to go in the United States and infiltrate the educational system to change the next generation's minds for things of evil, we're doing the same thing except... We're giving them the Word of God. We're bringing them to Christ. And then by the droves, I've never experienced this. We've never experienced this kind of open door. What a blessing it is for us to go, sowing and reaping. We tell them, it's up to you. After three hours of preaching, it, it's up to you. If you want to die and go to hell, die in your sin, you, you can do that. But we invite you. The love of Christ is here for you. God's forgiveness is here for you. Why would you want to reject that? Jesus died on the cross for you. He shed his precious blood for you. He was buried and he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. All you need to do is ask Jesus Christ to come in your heart. Repent of your sin. Don't live in your wickedness. Don't continue in your wickedness. Ask Jesus Christ to come in your heart. He'll save you. And by the grace of God, I said, I'm not forcing you. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to follow any prayer. And this prayer cannot save you if you don't mean it from your heart. And you see droves 
you see students just all over. You see teachers. And Brother Petrov, he said, does this happen in every school? Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll go to the next school tonight. And then we went to the, go to the next school. Same thing happens. We went the next day to, to Pangantukan. Can you say that with me? Ready, go. Pangantukan, go. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Pangantukan. And he said, let's, let's see how the Holy Spirit moves tonight. And the, the same thing. Hands just raising. Police officers receiving. Teachers repenting. What a blessing. <laughs> I said, we got to share this with our brothers and our sisters in the United States of America. So they can see that there's a harvest. And the laborers are few. Oh, I would, I, would, I would just be encouraged if some young people said, I'll go. I'll go there for a couple months, Brother Hunter. Maybe a month or two. Is it is the harvest really that? Yes, yes. Come over for a month. Come over for a month. We'll give you a school. Get five of you boys. Young men. Okay, that's a, that score there. You guys go. go. Good. <laughs> there you go. And we'll, we'll, we'll be with you. And if you'd like to do that for a month, Come on, we'll, we'll, we'll show you how wonderful it is that these young people, teachers, receiving Christ. She's wiping her tears. <laughs> the other teacher's wiping her tears. But if you're not careful tonight, if you don't listen to the message, by the way, this is not my message. This is not my principle. I'm just, bare, I'm just giving the principle to you. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. I've been in churches that that's all they do. You just talk about this brother and this sister over here. And, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what they do. They just continue to plant those seeds inside the church, and it destroys the church. But when I see a church like this, this is a breath of fresh air. This is an oasis in the desert. This is a blessing to be in a church like this where people are actually joyful to serve the Lord. Sometimes you go to a Baptist church, who are you? (laughs) 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 Thank God, this is a good church. I'm not just saying that. This is a good church. And if you don't realize it, you got to realize this is a good church. I think it's because we have all these rednecks in here. (laughs) 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 So what a blessing. No, not my precious seed. You want me to do what with it? He said, take it out and plant it in the ground or there'll be no crop this fall. So many Christians, so many Baptist churches, so many pastors, so many missionaries. They just, they go, this is my seed. This is my Bibles. Oh, I got this container van. I want to keep them all to myself. Oh, why would you want to do that? The goal is to get those out as quick as possible. Don't keep them there. You got to get it out of the, get the seed out of the bag, out of the barn. You got to plant it in order for there to be a harvest. And you will reap what you sow. A forward man soweth strife. Oh, how sad that Christians would waste their life sowing strife and, and whisperers separate the cheap friends. Don't waste your type talk, time, your life talking about other people. Amen. Oh, this sister or that brother, don't do that. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. That's planting a good seed. The best way to kill your enemy is to make him your friend. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against us. There is no law. That's the kind of seed God wants us to plant. 
And you will not regret when you plant God's word in the lives of others. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. You don't get a church like this just by overnight. This is, this is, this is an evidence of prayer. This is an evidence of fasting. This is the evidence of giving. This is evidence that someone here loves others and loves the Word of God and loves God with all their heart. You can't have this kind of church like this. You can't have a Sunday night like this if members aren't planting. It's an evidence. You can talk all you want. Our, our church is wonderful, but if, if it doesn't show. <laughs> but what a blessing it is. I, you don't even have to say it. We can see it. We can feel it in your handshake. We can see it in your eyes. We can see the tears. We can see the, hear the joy. But the, you have to break up that fallow ground. And now we go to these schools and all of these gangs. We have, there's one school there in, in Maramag, Maramag, Bukidnon. 16 gangs. 16 gangs. And for the men, if you want to get into that gang, you, they have to beat you up. Initiation. And for the young ladies to get into that, Pastor, they have, they have to be sexually abused to get into, the, into those gangs. How sad, how sickening, how wicked. But only the Word of God can change their lives. For it is time to seek the Lord till He come and rain righteousness upon you. You have plowed wickedness. You have reaped iniquity. If, you can, if, you, if there are may, maybe someone here tonight, I hope not. But if you're here tonight and you're, and you're playing around with filthiness on the internet, you're plowing wickedness. You're doing things behind your parents' back. You're doing things that God is not honored. Don't keep... Plowing wickedness. There's such a wonderful blessing in, in this world that by the grace of God, we can take God's word to the world and plant his word and see souls saved and lives changed. Faith the size of a mustard seed. All things are possible. From a man who gave his life and said, oh God, God placed that desire in his heart. And now it's going around the world. Amen. And I believe more missionaries are going to come here by your pulpit. <laughs> more missionaries are coming. More pictures and videos will be sent your way. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. It's up to you. You can plant sparingly. You can sow sparingly. But he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every, every man according as he purposed it in his heart. No one can force you to do anything. It must come from your heart. I didn't want to give my Doritos. <laughs> Get your own bag. <laughs> <You know. laughs> but now I'm willing to share my Doritos. Amen. Try me. Test me. I will give you my habanero flavored Doritos. <laughs> I preached this in a church in Iowa. <laughs> and I didn't know that there was a member that, that worked at Frito-Lay. <laughs> and, so, and then afterward, he brought me a whole bunch of, our family, a whole bunch of Doritos and just a whole bunch of, so, whoa, look at that. <laughs> so we were eating those for miles and miles and miles. And, oh, no more Doritos, no more, no more, Ooh, no more. But God loveth a cheerful giver, not grudgingly, not of necessity. I'll give if you give me. Okay, okay, pastor, here, here's a check. You keep on asking. Okay, here, here, let's go, grudgingly. I'll give to you, but you have to give to me. Necessity. But God loveth the cheerful giver. Even if I don't get anything back, 
if I don't receive anything, I told Brother Krakow, I said, my, our goal is to say thank you. Even if we don't receive anything, we got a beautiful gift, a container van filled with Bibles. I don't expect anything. Our goal is just to say thank you. That's our prayer. Amen. That's our goal tonight. H.A. Ironside said, He who seeks only to be benefited by others and is not concerned about sharing with them will have a Dead Sea kind of life. Yeah. I don't want to be a Dead Sea Christian. I don't want to be a Dead Sea Christian. Nothing can live in that body of water because it has no outlet. Though millions of tons of fresh water pour into it every week, every evaporation, mineral deposits make it so bitter that it cannot sustain life. There's so many Christians that know, have Bible knowledge, but they'll, they'll do nothing for the Lord. Don't be a Dead Sea Christian. Be used of God. The little knowledge that you know, use it for God. Use it for His glory. And you'll see lives changed especially our own. Sow a thought, reap an act. Sow an act, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. Sow a character, reap a destiny. It's all about what you sow. At the end of your life, what will you reap? It will only be what you have sown when you are younger. Police officers in tears receiving Christ. You reap, remember, you reap more than you sow. For they have sown the wind, they shall reap the whirlwind. You never, when you sow something, you don't get, get that back. Whatever you sow, it will be always greater. The harvest will always be greater than what you've sown. And so we have to be careful what we sow. In nature, you always reap more than you sow. This is true of the spiritual realm as well. The harvest always is greater than the seed planted. That's God's principle. That's God's way. That's why we must be generous especially in the area of giving Bibles around the world. Reaping the harvest. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Give a portion to seven and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thy hand, for thou knowest, whether, knowest not whether shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. Invest. Amen. Invest. You give here, you give there. Because the Bible says you don't know. Either God will bless this or, or God will ever bless this. Hey, you never know. God might even bless both. Yeah. You never realize what God can do when you step out by faith. You step out by faith. At first I said, oh, Lord, I, just, I, just, I don't really want to reach the police officer. I just want to get the authority so I can go to the schools. You know, these police officers are really hard and really hard-faced, and ah, these guys don't want to listen. But as I was dealing with the police officers to go to the schools, God blessed my heart to be a blessing to them. And God touched my heart to have compassion for the police officers. And then I started to see police officers weep as they received the engrafted word in their souls. Our preachers come and we preach. doesn't matter where. The word of God works when you work it. doesn't matter where you go. Just plant the Word of God. It will not come back void. God's Word will not come back void. Doesn't matter where you go. In Cebu, Cebu City, doesn't matter where you go. Luzon, Visayas, and Mindanao. Tagalog, Visayas, Ilongo, Ilocano. Doesn't matter where you go. Japan, the United States of America. Doesn't matter where you go. You can give that Word right here. By the grace of God, it'll change lives. It'll change lives, young lady. Weeping, the teachers weeping, young people weeping. She's just uncontrollable. 
just raising, raising, receiving Christ as their Savior. <laughs> Praise the Lord. A school, college. There they are. This, these officers were in tears when they received Christ. Now watch what it says. There is that scattereth and yet increaseth. There is that withholdeth more than enough. More than this meat. But it tendeth to poverty. God's word, the Bible says, will not come back void. There are people who give and give and give and give. And God returns, 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 returns. And people say, there's people who say, ah, oh, this is mine. I don't want to give. I got to keep, I have to save up for my retirement. I got I to gotta save up for my future house. I got to save up for my children. I got I to, gotta, I got gotta, I got I got But it tended to poverty. The, the liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. Do not observe the wind when sowing. He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regarded the clouds shall not reap. Oh, I'd like to give, but this is not really not a good time, Pastor. Any time's a good time to give. Any time's a good time to pray. Any time's a good time to fast. Any time's a good time to win souls. There's never a bad time. There's never a wrong time. There's never a wrong person. You can give that word of God to anyone, anywhere, in any place. And God's word changes lives. Look at that smile on his face. Pastor Reno, he, he, he told me about the fact that his daughter passed away. But when he came to the Philippines, God restored a joy in his heart. Immediately he said, Brother Hunter, we're going to take you on for support. The church don't know it yet, but we're going to take you on for support. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He had such a joy. And all these children, they, they, can you sign my Bible? No, no, we don't sign Bibles. No, come on, we're gonna, you're going to sign my Bible. And then, and, then, and then more students came and more children, and they lined up, and they were busy signing Bibles. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Who does that? Who enjoys having their, the, the pastor sign their Bible? But the, the children in the Philippines, they're hungry. They're thirsty. It's not, I, I, I realize it's not the speaker. It's how hungry and how thirsty the people are. I can bring this same message to a church where people are not hungry and not thirsty. And they're just like, <sighs> when I look at this congregation tonight, Pastor, they are hungry. You are hungry. You are thirsty after righteousness. You are thirsty after the things of God. And I praise God for this kind of church that loves the Lord. Thank you for your love for the Lord. Oh, Brother Hunter, there are churches that say, oh, Brother Hunter, you're long-winded. You're long-winded. I said, God is more long-winded than I am. <laughs> In the Philippines, they walk 30 minutes. They walk an hour just to come to church. I can't give them a 15-minute message. What are you, Pastor, what are you doing? I walk 30 minutes. It gets to church. It gets 15 minutes. Come on, Pastor, Preach. <laughs> but I, I won't be long-winded tonight. <laughs> and so at the end, what a blessing. That's my daughter, Christine. Charity and cherish. My wife, Victoria. Christopher. C, C, C. Christine, charity and cherish. There are those who watch the skies to see whether or not they can prepare the field and sow the seed. However, the plowing must be done when the early rains have come. 
there will come a time when it's too late to reap. There's too much procrastination when it comes to Christians and their sowing. I thank God you're not a church that procrastinates. See the children coming in at a very young age. They bring their, what's that, what are those, pennies or nickels and dimes and quarters? Wow! Phew. They're, you're planning in their lives at a very young age. They get older. And one day we die off. And that's why we need to plant today. We can't stop. We can't become weary in well-doing. Because we shall reap if we faint not. Many quit and become discouraged with sowing when they don't see an immediate result. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that when, that when you guys send out Bibles that not many missionaries at all come and not many give a report. When I received, I said, I have to give a report. I have to send some video. I got to send some pictures. I said, I told my wife, I got to go. I got, I got to say thank you. And I didn't realize that that wasn't happening. And so what a blessing that we can partner with you. A seed must first be put into the ground, then it must germinate, then it must mature, then it can be harvested. Our goal is to go to every school in one city. And then after we go in those schools, plant a church. Amen. Go to another city. Go to all the schools. Plant a church. Go to another city. Go to every school. Plant a church. That's our prayer. They that sow in tears. I've seen tears tonight, and tears are a language God understands. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seeds, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. I remember Brother Petraco, we were there in Lipkinkai, the shopping mall. And he said, what, what do you actually do, brother? And we go to the schools, and here's a video, brother. And I showed him. And as I was, as I was showing him the video... With, with young people receiving Christ as their Savior, he started to well up with tears. I, me too. I said, God's going to do something with this trip. When men and women have tears and they weep for things of God, God is able to move in a powerful way. Amen. Oh, how I pray that your tears have not dried up, Amen. that your well is still filled with tears, Amen. that your love is overflowing like a river, like an ocean. Don't allow yourself to become so sophisticated that we cannot believe the things of God. Oh, how I pray that you will come again with rejoicing, bringing, uh, and he that goeth forth with weeping, bearing precious seed, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheep with him. I'm praying, we are praying, Pastor Luzano and I, we're praying that we can get back to the Philippines ASAP. We don't want to stay here for very long. We just want to say thank you, then go. We want to get back to those schools. We want to give out all those Bibles. Amen. I told the group there in the Philippines, I said, you guys go to the schools. I said, Pastor, we're waiting for you. I said, why are you waiting? Well, Pastor, you're the one who preaches the, the, the salvation. Message. You guys, you can preach the same message. You've heard me many times. You've memorized my message. Go and do it. Just do it. But I really want to get back. We want to get back to our families. We want to get back to our wives. We want to get back to our children. And by the grace of God, we want to get back to the ministry. We don't want to stay here too long in the snow. <laughs> but actually, we're getting used to the snow. But I don't know. It's coming week. I don't know. Bring his sheaves with him. And so uh, by the end, we, our last school was our school. We, had, we have 200 students in our school, in our Christian school. And we passed out Bibles, and, and they came. And they only, they only had about 15 minutes. And we, were, we had to get to the, 
the airport about three hours away, four hours away faster. And so, students, I'm sorry, but we don't have very much time. Oh, we have to get our Bible signed too. And, and find the five, four, three, two, one. Oh, bye-bye, everyone. Bye. We, I had to pull them out, pull them into the car. They're all our students. Reaping comes after sowing is done. Shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his seeds with him. I, how I pray that you'll continue. That you'll continue to give Bibles. Amen. Not only in the Philippines, but around the world. Amen. And so that others can, will benefit. They'll enjoy the Bibles that you send. It's hard work. And, and they're showing, but Petrarch is showing me all the work that goes. I said, that's amazing. They're going to show us where the printing press is. We're going to take pictures. And I said, this is awesome. I'd love to be able to do that in the Philippines, too, and then go to the 1040 windows and start giving out Bibles from Philippines. Amen. I'd love to catch that vision and, and have our own printing press in the Philippines. That'd be awesome. God's people doubt when the reaping is not immediately. God encourages people to keep on sowing. Keep on sowing so that the harvest could be fully realized. And then we had dinner. We're saying our goodbyes. We brought them to the airport. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Parting is such sweet sorrow. Tonight, my goal is to remind you, if you have a need, sow a seed. Amen. You feel discouraged? Sow a seed. You feel happy? Sow a seed. You feel angry? Sow a seed. <laughs> you can always sow a seed, no matter what you're feeling right tonight. No matter what's going on in your, in your life, in your heart, in your mind, it doesn't matter how much the devil is attacking you, the more he attacks you, the more you plant, the more you plow. When Satan tries to, to attack my family, attack our ministry, we go full force. Devil, you're going to attack me more, I'm going to continue to plant more. Amen. I'm going to schedule three schools this week. <laughs> you keep on attacking, I'm going to schedule five schools this week. I'll go every day. You better let up. <laughs> <laughs> we keep on giving those Bibles, and no matter if he attacks me or not, we're not going to let up. We're going to keep on planting, Amen. because one day we're going to die. Yeah. I'm going to die. You might die. Maybe not might die. All of us are going to die. They said, Pastor, don't go to the, don't go to the States. We've heard this coronavirus. You might die. I'm already going to die. Whether I get a virus or not. Yeah. Yeah. We hopped on a plane. Went, got up at 3 o'clock. I, I bought a ticket Wednesday for a Thursday flight. It was last minute. I told my wife, we got to use this month's support. Buy a ticket, both of us. Amen. Drove three hours to Davao. From Davao, we took a flight to Cebu City. From Cebu City, we took a flight to Manila. At Manila, we were scanning our cards for the tickets. Dude, they turned red. Mr. Hunter, can you please stand at this side? Brother Luzano, dude, turned red. Mr. Luzano, can you stand? What happened, brother? You have coronavirus? <laughs> I, feel, I, don't, I, don't, I feel fine. He <laughs> said, no, no, nothing's wrong. We're just upgrading your tickets to business class. For free. 
what? <laughs> so we were, we walked in the airplane, Pastor. We were taking selfies and pictures, video thing. Woo! <laughs> it's high cotton over here. Woo! You can tell the people who've never been in business class before. We were ordering food. We couldn't even pronounce. What would you like for dinner tonight? Uh, this kubo de blue blue de blue. <laughs> I didn't even know how to pronounce it, but it tastes good. They gave us ice cream, they, and then the, the, rec, the, the seats reclined oh, flat, totally flat. So I got, I said, wow, praise the Lord. I'd never spend money on a business class. I, I just, I'd rather give my money to the Bibles. I'd rather use my money to build a church. I would never, ever buy a business class. But I, I'd sure receive it when they gave it for free. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Woo. So this redneck Filipino got the opportunity. <laughs> Go take a flight. But you're my brothers, and you're my sisters, and you're my friends. I don't know all your names yet, but I'd like to get to know you. And uh, what we like to do is we like to continue to send our prayer cards, our prayer cards, our prayer letters, pictures, and videos every month, every time we go to the schools. Get those fresh pictures. You can see what's going on. You can see the video. It's no, no, we have no need. We have no, there, there are missionaries who lie. They're missionaries who lie. They take pictures and they, and they get pictures off the internet and say, this is our work. It's not their work. This is our orphanage and they don't have an orphanage. But we have no reason to lie. Every picture you saw there is authentic and, and, and I have the witness there. He can vouch for me. Yes, those are all real. Those are all true. Those are the actual Bibles that you sent. Those are the ones. Those Bibles came from here. Those are actual pictures. Raw footage. <laughs> you know, are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on. And so our goal is to get back to the Philippines ASAP and preach the gospel. Give the word of God. And all is said and done. At the end of the day, when the dust settles, all I'm looking for is those words. Well done. How good and faithful. There's nothing else. I like to be your friend. We like to preach. We like to get an offering. Amen. That's not why we're here. When I stand before God one day, and he says, well done. Pastor Rainfredo, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Pastor Brooks, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Members, well done. Thank you for following what I asked you to do. Thank you so much for investing where I asked you to invest. Thank you for stepping out by faith. And all of this cannot be done without faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is charity. Faith, hope, charity. And I believe that love is in this very church you're here. Charity is here. And thank you for allowing me to be long-winded tonight. I praise the Lord for that. I pray that tonight a seed was planted in your heart. That you'll continue to give Bibles around the world. Don't stop. It is such an encouragement to every missionary. It is an encouragement to every pastor. When a pastor can receive Bibles, I can't afford that. But churches around the United States, they, rose, they, they, they were able to raise over $30,000. I don't have $30,000. If I did, I would get that $30,000. But I don't. So tonight, I want to say thank you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. To God be the glory. Great things he hath done. I'm so thankful for this church. I'm thankful for you, Pastor. To God be the glory. Father in heaven, thank you for the message tonight.